Hard yards of owning your own business has been laid bare with these new numbers that show that nearly half of small business owners are not paying themselves. That's on top of dipping into their savings and also trying to increase prices just to keep afloat. Business New Zealand boss Kirk Hope is back with us. Kirk, morning, morning to you. Good morning. Is this relatively different to what we would normally see in terms of paying yourself or not? No, I don't think so. I mean, if you look at um, some of the regulatory changes that have imposed additional costs on businesses uh, over the last four to five years, I mean, minimum wage, for example, has gone up 40%. Um, you're looking at a doubling of sick leave, which I think, you know, by and large, and during a during a pandemic, is is sensible, but still has to be paid for. Matariki, again, popular thing to do. However, someone has to pay for it. And I think, you know, what you're seeing in these numbers is the fact that small business owners themselves are are paying for a lot of that because they haven't been able to necessarily keep up the price hikes. Uh, to keep the cash flow running through the business. Well, that was the next thing I was going to ask you. When when they claim they're passing the costs on, I, I would have thought that's getting dangerously close to coming to an end, isn't it? I mean, people can't afford to pass costs on because no one can afford to pay the passed on costs. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, you know, it does have a it does have an end game, and and so that's when you know um, people start to dip into their personal savings or or other capital that they have available. I mean, the the challenge with some of that is typically a, a small business owner might use their house. Um, uh, effectively security for lending from the bank, that the cost for that has, has now tripled in the last uh, two years. So they're getting squeezed pretty much every every which way. Exactly. I was seeing a guy yesterday, he was, he was in some sort of furniture business. He was paying, used to be paying $50,000 in interest. Uh, now he's paying one hundred and fifty. dollars You can't survive that, can you? Well, it's extremely difficult, particularly if you've got, let's just say, if you're a business which which has... 5,000 product lines, you might be able to absorb it. You're probably not going to be necessarily a small business, but but you could be. Um, if you've only got 20 product lines, it becomes increasingly hard. And, and again, you run the risk of people saying, actually, I, I can't afford to buy that product anymore. So your demand drops. So you're in a, a very, very difficult space. Yeah, exactly. What's your view or vibe on what the banks are suggesting around a double dip recession, that we've gone into one, we're going to go into another? Does it feel like that to you? Uh, yeah, so we, we run a couple of surveys, the um, Performance and Manufacturing Index and Performance of uh, Services Index, so it covers you know, most of the economy. We've been running this uh, for more than 20 years, so we've got a lot of longitudinal data. And what that is telling us is that business, uh, businesses' forward orders and forward investment intentions are pretty, pretty low, um, probably some of the lowest that we've seen in the 20-odd years of the surveys. Um, so that would tend to indicate that, that we're not going to be out of a recession, if you like, um, and it may it may be somewhat deeper than we thought. What about the announcement yesterday, a revelation yesterday? There's no wealth tax, no capital gains tax, no windfall tax going forward. If Labor, you know, get to run the country for f- three more years, is that a relief to business? Well, I think it's probably a relief to to, to business and, and to, to many people. But I, I'll just kind of probably position it a different way. What what I'd really like to see from the policy framework of any political party from a business perspective is to say, how, how do we actually grow the economy? Rather than deciding you know, how we want to tax people so that we can make up the revenue, um, why aren't we thinking much more about the policy framework that helps grow the economy? I mean, we, we have one of the worst uh, inward investment regimes in, in the OECD. We should be looking at that. We should be tying that into policy that helps skilled uh, people come here to support the depth of that capital that we want to come in through a revised FDI framework. Those are the things that will grow the economy and grow the revenue base, not thinking about kind of how we can tax people more 
um, to make up the, the lost dollars, if you like. Very well said, Kirk. Hope you have a good weekend. Our Business New Zealand Chief Executive, 17 minutes away from 7. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.